0: The lies of the false prophet can be quickly summarized um, by listing a few different things and it's kind of just a random list. But one of the things he does that I do want to tell you first is um, in heaven, once a ghost is there, you might hear that the devil, the false prophet, and another man named Elijah the Tishbite, uh, who is the Antichrist, they speak to ghosts and to angels. You might hear this from angels or from other ghosts. And... after some time in heaven, you might hear about those three, but you also hear God speak, the almighty God, and you know, he is God. And, um, so when you're in heaven, uh, God speaks to you about me. My name is Dale and he speaks to you about me. And so God speaks to you about me. And what you can think in the earth is that me, uh, Dale Travis Maynard is my name is, um, I'm going to do some tasks for God in the future. Uh, For God And God's got me kind of hidden or concealed like he often might with other servants. And then in the future, I'm going to do this stuff and it's going to come to pass. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So God speaks to the ghosts about the future. There's another servant in the earth. And God's going to do amazing miracles and stuff. So it'll be a a really cool time uh, in the years to come. But um, they also, when you get there... Uh, you might hear about the false prophet, the devil, and the Antichrist right away, immediately. So what the false prophet does, when he speaks to you, is he tells you what you might consider to be a new revelation, but it's a complete lie. Everything the false prophet says is a lie. So what I'm going to tell you in here are the lies of the false prophet, lies of the false prophet. The false prophet claims that him, Elijah, and the devil are the real gods, And that God in heaven is, um, what he did is he stole their power. Like it's in a box somewhere. And they claim they're going to get it back. Like they're going to try to find God's like footlocker. This wooden box at the foot of his bed or something. God doesn't have such a thing with their power in it. Because they never were gods. And they never had any power of God. They're God's children. God gave them life. God made them. And so what they do is they tell a lie. And the false prophet says that the three of them were real gods long ago, but they're not God anymore. They have no power at all of God, but they have a plan and their plan is to steal their power from God. And all they need to do to get their power is they need to sit on the throne of God. And as soon as that happens, they, they say they're going to get that power back and they're going to steal it from God and they're going to be the real gods again. And they then they tell the ghosts and the angels that they're going to defeat God in heaven And, uh, then they will be the real gods forever. And then they'll, they say, you can sin as much as you want. They say, it's okay to sin. It's fine. It's okay. The false prophet says this over and over again. He says, it's fine. He says, it's okay to sin. And so when the ghosts get to heaven, you get to meet God. You might meet your friends, your family, your mother, your sister, your brother, your neighbor, someone else that died before you, you get to meet him if you want, maybe, and it's cool. You don't always meet them right away. Maybe you knew a lot of people. You might meet other ghosts first, but God speaks also. And God says there's only one other who's never sinned. There's your father in heaven. He's God. He's never sinned. God tells you this. And God also says there's Dale Travis Maynard in the earth. Jesus never sinned in that life. He lived, he never sinned. He was perfect and he died on the cross at about 33 and a half years old. But since then Jesus has sinned. So what God says is it's him, the almighty God and Dale. And that's it. We're the only two that have never sinned and that judgment's coming and you need to hear Dale's words and you need to choose to be righteous. You need to learn how to be, God doesn't say it all like this, but you need to learn how to be righteous. You need to choose to be righteous. The devil and the false prophet, if they start talking to you, they tell you the opposite. They say you can sin as much as you want. So if you've ever been to church, a lot of the stuff you heard in church suddenly becomes real when you get to heaven. You might meet the devil, the false prophet, the antichrist, Elijah the Tishbite is his name. The false prophet's name is Mahalalel. He lived a long time ago. And what, what those two are trying to do, this is going to sound really weird. The devil and the false prophet is the same thing as Elijah. They're trying to uh, get God's salvation. So now you got, what you step into is a big tangled mess. If those three didn't tell any lies, it would be different. Here's what you would hear if you never heard any lies. If you just never heard a single lie when you went to heaven, here's what you'd hear. There's two that have never lived is not correct. The almighty God, he lives. Uh, And I'll say it, and then God will be in the earth in years to come. And some of you might even see him and hear him speak in the years to come. He'll speak to the whole world more than once. He might speak to you personally, and I might even teach you uh, how to talk to him, and he might speak to you often throughout your day, maybe. Maybe. I might wait till after the day of the Lord before I teach it a lot, but I'm going to try to teach it. I really think it'd be a great joy to hear God speak And so what you would hear is that there's two that have never sinned and there's three Messiahs. There's Jesus Christ, the almighty God, and Dale Travis Maynard. And so I, God tells you that I am the prince and I am going to be Messiah, the prince in Israel real soon. And that when a bunch of stuff's going to happen, but there's judgment. So a lot of the ghosts, they don't like what they hear. Uh, A lot of Christians might've heard that once you uh, choose Jesus, you, uh, you're saved forever. They might say, once saved, always saved. But then you get to heaven and God says, no, you need to choose righteousness. There's judgment for everyone. There's Christians burning in hell right now. So you might hear the truth and then it might be all right. But then when you hear the liars, it starts to get a tangled mess. So here are the lies of the false prophet. The false prophet claims to be one of three real gods. The uh, and So he says, God isn't the real God, he says the real gods are the false prophet, the devil, and the antichrist. And he also says that God stole their power before God made the universe and that they have a plan to steal it back. None of this ever happened. Then they say the the way you you can help is you can sin over and over again. And the false prophet tells you to worship the devil. And the false prophet says, if you do this, you might get glory, a kingdom, honor and riches. Everything that God promised to someone else. See, the devil used to say that the devil had it all and the devil is going to give it to you. I don't know if he'd say it exactly like that, but he he might've said to you that he can give you the kingdom. He can give you the whole earth. He can give you riches and women and glory and honor. And the false prophet promises something similar, but he says, instead of giving you what the devil has, because the devil doesn't have anything, he says that he can give you what Dale's going to get. All you got to do is try to tempt the Messiah to sin. And he tells you to try to tempt God to sin. So when you're a ghost in heaven, the false prophet tells you to turn God in the face and tempt him to sin. It's a very bad thing to do this is a bad sin for any any ghost in heaven to do so the false prophet tells him to try to cause god to sin to try to cause god's messiah to sin to try to cause jesus christ to sin <coughs> the false prophet tells them if they keep doing those sins and others that one day the false prophet the devil and the antichrist will have their power back they'll say say all you got to do is sin they say god is weak They say God's weak and he can be defeated. And all you got to do is sin yourself. And then you might say, well, what are your plans? How is this going to work? How can you steal something from God? And here's what they tell you. They say, they say they have a plan and here's their plan. They're not going to tell you. They say, if you ask any questions, you'll ruin the plan on accident. So they say it's um, really important that you don't ask any questions. In fact, the false prophet tells you it's important that you don't know anything. He tells the ghosts in heaven and the angels over and over again. He tells all of those ghosts, men and women that died, that it's important that they don't know anything at all. They don't learn anything. And then he says, if you hear the word of God and if you hear the words of the Messiah, if you hear the words of Jesus Christ, you'll ruin the plan. So what it sounds like is exactly like the end times. They want everyone to sin and they want you to kill each other. If you read the Bible, Jesus talked about the violent trying to take heaven by force. The false prophet has been behind this for 2000 years. He's trying to take heaven by force. So is the devil and Elijah the Tishbite by telling ghosts to violently attack each other. Now they're all protected by God. So they can't really take heaven by force, but they try to. Once you receive salvation from God, you're protected by God. Ghosts can't hurt you. So then they tell you to go attack the other ghosts. And they've been doing this thousands of years. Now it gets a little bit weird beyond that. They tell you another lie. They say, what you need to do is a whole lot of bad sins so that God no longer protects you. That way other ghosts can violently attack and hurt you. And they say that's how they win. When all of you are violently attacked and murdered and dead, burning in hell, in a place that I call the furnace, looking at the fire of the furnace, they say that's how they're gonna win and get their power back. They want you all to die. They want every believer to die. They want every believer to die. So the devil says, common devil's lies. But the false prophet tells multitudes of lies without end. The false prophet says if you if you try to murder other ghosts in heaven, other men and women, the false prophet says that you'll get glory, honor, a kingdom, riches and women and power anything you want he'll promise it to you like the devil or tell you a lie about it he wants you to attack everyone and murder everyone that's a believer Elijah the Tishbite he's the Antichrist he tells all the ghosts in heaven to fall down and worship him rather than uh, to do what they would otherwise normally do in heaven I guess he tells them to fall down and worship him and then the devil says God hasn't said these things hath God said Surely God hath not said. So they say God has not said these things. The false prophet tells you that, that those three are the real gods and tells you that if you worship Elijah, that one day you might have glory, honor, a kingdom, and riches. The devil tells you if you sin, ye shall be as gods. Knowing good and evil. And nearly every ghost they speak to is interested in hearing them speak. Some men and women have been in heaven thousands of years and have heard the devil and the false prophet speak thousands of years. Pastors in churches hear the devil and the false prophet tell lies and they're interested in hearing more lies. They preached against it for 30 years, some of them in church. These pastors, these preachers preached against the, hearing the devil. They preached against the false prophets lies. And then now they're in heaven and now they want to hear more lies. And they, they have this thing called the transgression. They want you to start doing these horrible sins to try to defeat God so that you don't have to go through judgment. And some of these pastors have joined the transgression. Transgression trying to defeat God because they don't want to go through the judgment of God. And they tell you more lies. They say, Dale, Travis Maynard is going to burn everyone in hell. And right now on the earth, you might say that sounds ridiculous. But when you get to heaven, you might hear it a million times from a million, from just the false prophet himself. He might tell it to you day and night for a year or two or three over and over again. If you listen to him, another ghost might tell you they believe it. Angels might tell you they believe it. They might tell you that Dale's going to burn everyone in hell. And that's not true. That's a lie. They might tell you that everyone burns in hell. And that's not true. The false prophet's going to burn. The devil's going to burn. And Elijah the Tishbite, the Antichrist, is going to burn. So they tell lies day and night. So these are some of the real lies of the false prophet. Now the false prophet does more than that. A lot more He's been doing witchcraft thousands of years in ways you've never heard of. And he tries to tell all the ghosts in heaven to do witchcraft too. He teaches witchcraft. He wants you to be one of his minions that goes out and does witchcraft. He says to some of the ghosts, maybe a lot of them, he wants them to go out into the earth and try to possess the bodies of men, spiritual possession. Like what we heard about in Jesus days, to try to possess them and control them. An army controlled by witchcraft of men in the end times that murder every believer in the earth, unless they take the mark of the beast and worship the antichrist and his image. They're preparing for the end times by telling ghosts in heaven to join an army. You might call it the biggest army that's ever lived, except for maybe the angels trillions of angels and many billions of ghosts in heaven that they've been talking to. They don't talk to all of them. Maybe, and maybe they do, See, some of these things are unseen and unknown, but when you die, you might hear about it day and night for decades. So for those of you that hear this podcast, the reason I'm doing it is really to propose a question to you. If I tell you right now that there's a man named Mahal Aliel, who is called a false prophet, that when you get to heaven, he wants to talk to you and tell you that he's a real God, When I tell you this, I'm asking you a question. Are you gonna believe it? In the earth, you might say you have doubt. But when he talks to you in heaven, will you believe it if I forewarn you? What his lies are? If you have time to think about it. Men and women might hear this podcast. Today, it might be one or five we hear the podcast. And the next year, it might be another thousand. And a year after, it might be 10,000. Who hear this podcast might be. And if you, all of you that hear this podcast are warned before you die, will you believe the lies of the false prophet? Will you rebel against God when God speaks to you about judgment or any other thing? Righteousness, wrath, wrath, Interesting question because we're all going to die. We've all sinned. We're all going to die. Everyone except for me and God are going to die. So you're all going to die and you're going to be in heaven someday and the false prophet and the devil want to speak to you. So does Elijah the Tishbite, the Antichrist. And if they speak to you, are you going to hear their lies day and night until you believe one? And then you're going to hear their lies more until you believe two. Are you gonna hear lies day and night until you believe a whole bunch of lies? Until you rebel against God, until you're a wretched sinner who falls to your knees as a ghost in heaven, saying to God, God, I can't save myself, and I have sinned greatly. But I know you can save me from these horrible sins that I've done. The false prophet's going to tell you a lot of lies about Dale Travis Maynard. In the earth, I lived 40 years on normal life. And what I hoped to do was live a normal life. And God came to me and I spoke to God and God spoke to me. And when this happened, me and God spoke about a lot of things that no one had ever heard. Things God knows all things. And also there's some things that I knew. And so the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the devil became very, very afraid. See, they would followed me my whole life. and I'm the the Messiah before the day of the Lord. And so Lucifer spent a lot of time hearing about me, being afraid of me, and over thousands of years made plans to try to stop me from warning the whole world about the end times because I know more about the end times than any man who's ever lived. I've seen them in visions over and over again. In a lot of ways, I kind of feel like I've already lived through the end times. I've seen so much of it what will happen. I know a lot about God and his power. The powers that the false prophet, the devil and the antichrist will be given from God. And I'm going to warn the whole world about other things as well, about sin. God's children have sinned. God has wrath. And on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, God's going to pour out his wrath on the whole earth. And for fear of God, a lot of you in the future might sin less. You might repent of your murder and other sins. And then So the devil had 40 years of my life to try to tempt me to sin. Uh, The devil thought that if I sinned, that no one would ever have to go through judgment ever because something God said. And after that, I began to speak to the ghosts and the angels, warning them about the upcoming day of the Lord. All flesh shall be judged and a lot of the ghosts in heaven might be raised from the dead and judged by God, and the biggest judgment there has ever been from the beginning of creation. I began to speak to them about the reality of sin. It's unacceptable in the earth. It cannot be done. And there's a penalty. And the ghosts did not like what they heard. And it wasn't an old-fashioned Southern Baptist country preaching. It was the truth. From a man who's been there and seen it. So you might think, where did the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the devil come from? Well, the devil's an angel that's had 6,000 years to repent of his sins. And God keeps giving the devil chances to repent. In fact, God keeps showing the devil things, mysteries of God, places God made, God's children. Showing the devil that there are men and women who still refuse to do some sins. I think that's what God shows him. And there's one man who's never sinned, and the devil is wrong about sin. The devil wants to believe that everyone will sin, that everyone wants to choose it, but we're all resisting it. But the truth is, sin is wrong, and I don't want to sin, and I never will, and God already told the devil that. So now... After 40 years of the devil trying to tempt me to sin, the devil was found to be wrong and the devil knows it. Then I began the work of the Messiah, speaking to ghosts and angels in heaven, preparing them for the judgment of God, which is coming. You might say in about eight decades, it's coming. No one can stop it. It's on a day appointed by God and all flesh shall be judged in a big judgment. And so the false prophet, the devil and the antichrist did not know that I would start speaking to the ghosts and angels and they panicked. So they started telling new lies. And I, then I revealed to the, uh, the ghost in heaven. I said, this man, Mahalaliel, he's a, he's a man like the rest of you. And what he's been given is what is something that many of you might want a chance to repent of his sin before judgment. The devil, the false prophet, and the Antichrist, they're looking for salvation. God's salvation. They don't want to go through judgment, but when they do go through it, they know they're going to be condemned and they're going to burn forever. And they don't want that to happen. So what they can do is repent of their sins. But every chance they get to repent of their sins and to tell the truth, they tell lies. God might say to them, each you all three of you have told a lot of lies to the ghosts in heaven. So, and of the angels, what I want you to do is I want you to go and tell them the truth. But every time those three have a chance to tell the truth, they tell lies instead. They tell more lies. And then God might say to them again the next day, you have a chance to tell the truth. And then one day God might say to them, the three of you have told lies in the earth for a long time. So God might say to them, I'm going to send you to the earth. And what I want you to do is tell the earth the truth, not the lies. So, you might say, Why are those three going to be in the earth? God might send them here to tell us the truth. See, a lot of you, because of the devil, you might not believe a lot of things that are true. You might not even believe that the devil is real. So, God's going to send the devil one day, I think. And He might say to the devil, Lucifer, Satan, I want you to go into the earth and tell them the truth about every lie that you've ever told. Every lie they believe that's your fault, Lucifer. Lucifer, they believe a lot of lies and it's your fault. False prophet, Elijah the Tishbite, the Antichrist, the three of you have all told a lot of lies and they believe a lot of lies because of the three of you. So God might say to them, I want you all three of you to go into the earth and tell them the truth from your mouth so that you who told them the lies can now, you can tell them the truth. Something like that God might say. So you might say, how they get in the earth? Maybe it's their chance for salvation, their chance for telling the truth, another chance for repentance, another chance for salvation, maybe something like that. But when the false prophet gets here, what's he going to say to the whole world? The false prophet's going to say, God in heaven isn't the real God. The false prophet's going to say, the three are the real gods. The false prophet, the devil, the antichrist are the real gods and that God in heaven stole their power. He's going to tell the same lie again. And then he's going to say, Jesus Christ didn't die on the cross for your sins. See, what he wants you to do is he wants you to murder believers. He wants you to murder Muslims that believe the Holy Quran, Hindus that believe the Upanishads and the Vedas and believe there's a one God in heaven. The, the Hindus call him Brahmin, if I remember correctly. The Muslims call him Allah, Christians call him God, Jews call him the Lord of Israel. But the false prophet wants all of those to die. Everyone that's a real believer. So you might think, which is religion is the only one that's right? If you believe there's one true God, the almighty God in heaven, father of us all, if you believe the truth, then those three want you to die. They don't care what religion you are. They want believers to die. So they're gonna come here and they're gonna say, Jesus didn't die on the cross. For your sins and the sins of the whole world, they're going to say Jesus wasn't raised from the dead. And then they're going to say, God can't raise anyone from the dead. Even though God might raise the three of them from the dead over and over again, where you can see it. God's going to raise a bunch of men and women from the dead, right where you can see it. But they're going to say, God can't do it. There's going to be a shitload of men raised from the dead before the day of the Lord. So many that you're not going to fucking believe it. If you're alive in the earth, like when this starts to happen, God's going to raise the whole house of Israel from the dead. I think it's about a hundred million men and women kind of hard to miss a hundred million. All the Kings are going to be raised from the dead. I think the prophets men and women that live there, the tribe, every tribe, Jesus Christ can be back in the earth. And not only that, he's going to raise the saints from the dead. All the men that have been beheaded for the witness of Jesus since the beginning, He's going to raise them all from the dead. So a fuckload of saints, a hundred million approximately, I'm guessing from the house of Israel and God might raise every man and woman who's ever lived in the earth so they can choose. Will they take the mark of the beast or not? So one day there might be a hundred million more. There might be thousands and then there might be 50 billion raised from the dead. The world population might go from 8 billion or whatever it is then to 50 billion with a B. Plus 8 billion, plus the whole house of Israel, plus the saints. The world might be so filled with people that were just raised from the dead. Some of them thousands of years old living as ghosts in heaven and now in the earth with an opportunity to choose whether they'll take the mark of the beast and worship him in his image or not. But what's the false prophet gonna say? God can't raise anyone from the dead. Their lies are extremely obvious. That Jesus Christ is gonna be back in the earth. He's already been born again. When you see it, you're not gonna fucking believe it. God did something brand new that's gonna blow your fucking mind. But Jesus Christ, he's back in the earth. And so, the false prophet's also gonna say that the day of the Lord won't come. There's gonna be no judgment and no wrath from God. Then later, he's going to say it already came. And then he's going to tell the whole world to start murdering every believer if he hasn't already done it a bunch of times. So, the, these are the, some of the lies of the false prophets. So, how do we prepare? Well, to be honest, we can actually just live a normal life. And if you're not going to live for the next approximately 70, 80 years because that would just be too old, then what you can do is teach your children a little bit about the end times God has wrath. And we don't take the mark of the beast. We learn that there's one God and we don't murder believers. So, if they're a Hindu and you're a Christian, you don't murder them. If they're a Muslim and you're a Jew, you don't murder them. We don't murder believers. Believers don't just go out and murder each other. So, we can stop doing that if you're doing that. And then the false prophet's going to tell the whole world that believers are the dangerous ones. He's going to say, the believers are, they're going to murder you. And then the wicked men are gonna hear that. Evil men are gonna hear that. And what are they gonna do? They're gonna be the murderers. They're like, oh, the only way to stop murder is to do it. This is how the false prophet seems to want you to think. Oh, the only way to where there's no murder is if there's a lot of it. He's gonna tell the whole world to murder. This is what this is what, how I think of it. And so to murder all the believers, he's gonna tell the whole world to murder. And then he's going to tell you that's the only way to put it into murder is if you all do it. He's like, the more murder there is, the more murder you do, the less there is. That makes no sense. But that's how his lies are told. He says, keep losing all that you have until you have something. He says, give it all away, sell it, burn it until you have something. He says, lose your life till you have one. He says, murder everyone till you have friends and family, I guess. He might say something stupid like that. He might. And he also tells lies that are really strange. He promises women. So if you're a man, he might promise you sex with lots of women. But if you're a woman, he might promise you female servants. That'll make your life easy so you never have to work. As a woman, you might say, well, what about male servants? A lot of women might think that's weird and creepy. And so you might think, oh, female servants, that sounds nice. They'll just do everything. So he might promise you an easy life, money, gold, kingdom, anything. What is he telling you to do, murder? And what is he gonna do? He's gonna do some of the most wretched murders you've ever seen. Now by the end, the false prophet I think is gonna do by far most of the talking, more than the devil, and the devil never shuts the fuck up. I mean, the devil never shuts the fuck up. He goes from one man to the next man to the next woman to the next woman to the next man, and he never stops talking. But the false prophet's gonna tell a lot more lies. He's gonna talk a lot more from what I've seen in the future. From my visions that I've seen, the false prophet's gonna talk a lot more than the devil. The false prophet's way worse than the devil by that measure, from what I've seen way worse and very dangerous. He might be more dangerous at telling lies than the devil has ever been or ever will be. For thousands of years, the angels all knew who the devil was, but there are a bunch of angels opposed to him. And then two years ago I said, Mahalalel is a false prophet. He's the man in heaven that you've been talking to. And the false prophet said, Oh fuck. And he panicked She started telling lies, twisted lies. And then all the angels started to murder each other almost immediately. As soon as the false prophet speaks, he is so dangerous when he lies that he can convince holy angels of God that are 6,000 years old to murder each other. And they do it in less than two minutes sometimes. In less than two minutes, they might all start to murder each other because they heard the lies of the false prophet. He's extremely dangerous, and his lies are twisted perversions of the truth. All we gotta do to beat him is believe the truth. So when he gets into the earth, and starts telling lies, 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 every time he speaks, he might have a chance the whole time to tell you the truth. He might be here for the same reason others are here, for salvation, to repent of their sins. He might be here to repent of his sins, to get the salvation of God so that he might not burn. Until the very last moment, the last day, the false prophet might have another chance to repent of his sins so he doesn't burn. But like the devil, he'll never repent of his sins. I talk to him every day. Sometimes I speak to him kindly, gently, with wise words, and he almost repents of his sins. He does tell the truth sometimes, and he does speak God's words. And there is hope for every man that we can have salvation. But he, this false prophet, as soon as I stop talking to him, starts telling lies again. He wants you to hurt each other. And so what he's gonna do at the very end is some of the most wretched, wicked sins you've ever heard of in your life. There's gonna be so much blood on his hands that you might think that they he was born with red hands that just drip fluid endlessly day and night. He's gonna have so much blood on his hands, killing people in such violent and offensive ways that you might hope that he burns forever and ever and you might think that it's not long enough. He's so wretched by the end, you won't believe it. He wants to murder the saints. He wants to tie them to tables and cut them open slowly and watch them bleed and die slowly over days. He wants to rape these men while he murders them, cutting them open with a knife in one hand and raping them with his other hand while they wail in pain. It's going to happen. And the saints, they're so naive that they're, they they want to go to Babylon in the future. I've talked to the saints in heaven, these ghosts, because they want the false prophet to repent of his sins. They want to go there and preach the gospel or something. I'm, I keep telling the saints, don't do it. He's going to cut you open. He's going to tie you to tables and you're going to die in excruciating pain over days. Some of you, it might take one, two, or three days until you die. He wants to murder you and rape you, and they, they don't listen to me. They want to go talk to him. I'm like, he's, he's in heaven right now. You can talk to him right now. Tell him right now, don't go to Babylon. Don't go down into Babylon in the future. They, the saints know that they'll all be raised from the dead, and they're looking forward to going to Babylon. Now, think about this. These saints, what could they do? They could go live a normal life. They could go preach the gospel to every other man that's willing to hear it. They could go proclaim the good news of what it's like to be in heaven. They could say it's great in heaven. It's beautiful. It's magnificent. There's splendor. There's light. There's radiance. There's glory. It's amazing. It's amazing to see God. It's amazing to see each other. There's incredible peace and love, and if we're in the presence of God. It's fucking amazing. There's music and happiness and joy, and there's no limit to how much joy we can have in heaven and the things we can do. We can do all kinds of things in heaven and living there forever. Sounds like one of the most pleasant thoughts we can ever have. It's amazing. Every moment in heaven is fucking amazing, but they don't want to do that. They have sympathy for the devil and sympathy for the false prophet. So if you have sympathy for the devil, one day you might be tied down to a table and the false prophet might cut you open with a knife and he might have so much blood on his hands from the previous man. And the man before him and the man before that so much blood on his hands that you might think he was born with red hands. It might be stained to the bones with blood. So the false prophet wants you to think he's a gentle and kind and peaceful man. He tells you he won't hurt anyone. That's what I think he says. So these lies of the false prophet are obviously not true when we believe God's word. And if you do tell him to repent, go tell him to repent and then leave. Don't stay there. Put a sword in your right hand and a shield in the other hand. And if someone tries to take hold of you, swing that sword harder than you've ever swung anything in your life and do it until you can run and then run for your life. Run north. It's better that you're drowned in the sea, the Egyptian sea. Run northeast. It's better that you go to where God is at the temple. Run in any direction, but don't stay in Babylon, or you might get strapped down to a table and he might cut you open. The devil and the false prophet, they want Babylon to be a city with no laws, except banning believers from being there, unless they're being murdered. They want to make it illegal to speak the word of God, but they want it to be legal to murder. They want it, so you can murder anytime you want, rape anytime you want. They want to make it illegal to worship God, to praise God, to speak God's words, to read God's words, to bring a Bible into Babylon, to talk to people about salvation, life in heaven, how it's good, and they want to murder you so who are they? They're a bunch of murderers that want to murder you. And what do they tell you? Lies. And to get you to believe it, what do they do? They promise you things that you want. And then they, they say, how are you, when you ask, how are they going to give it to you? They tell you that one day they'll have more power than God. They just tell you lie after lie after lie until you're strapped to a table. And your blood is on their hands. So when we hear about the lies of the false prophet, you can get all of these lies from the Bible. It's true. You can find all these lies written in the Bible, the lies the false prophet speaks. They're all written there. And if you read the Bible really carefully over and over and over every word from cover to cover, you'll eventually realize they're going to claim to be God, all three of them. And you'll realize enough about it. If you do that, or you can hear me speak for 38 minutes and 10 seconds, which is how long I've been speaking so far on this podcast. So first question is, are you going to believe the false prophets lies? Second question is, are you going to go down to Babylon? Third question is, if you find yourself where the false prophet is, are you willing to run for your life? Cause he might send every man to his right and his left, every man where he's standing to take hold of you so he can tie you to a table and cut you open. He's just a murderer. You might say. He just wants to murder you and rape you. Whether you're a man or a woman, he wants to rape you and he wants to murder you. Then he wants you to die and burn in hell. He wants to, while you're dying, he wants to tell you to do bad sins. He's going to tell you he's God. He's going to tell you to worship him while he cuts you open and rapes you. He's going to tell you to worship him while he cuts you open and rapes you. And then when you get to heaven... You might have the most embarrassing judgment question ever. Why did you worship the man that was ass raping you and stabbing you with a knife? And then you might find yourself burning in the pit of hell, dying in excruciating and bloody death, bloody death and then being in the pit of hell. So what can you do? Run for your life. Now I got one more thing that's not like that, but it is um, unpleasant. By the end of days, you might call it, when we're nearing the end, during the tribulation, some men and women might refuse to go through the tribulation. But instead of committing suicide, I might tell you exactly how you can do this. So what you might see before the great tribulation is in the city where you live, if you live this long, you or your children or their children, you might see men and women fucking in the street like donkeys. You might see men going and kidnapping women and raping them in any house, a man might walk down the road and see a woman, take her into any house nearby and rape her in someone else's bed. He doesn't even know whose house it is. He doesn't even know if anyone's there. You might see things like this. You might see murder, murder, murder right in front of you. And no one does anything about it. And so you, you might look at your children, your wife, if you're a woman, you might look at your husband and you might decide you don't want to be there through the tribulation. It's getting so filthy visually. You don't want to see any of this day will come that God might take many believers to heaven and you don't even have to die really you might just fall asleep and wake up in heaven and just a, a light breeze will blow and you cuz you don't want to see these filthy things so God's really merciful and pleasant if you don't want to go through the end times and you don't want to see see the tribulation and the mark of the beast and all that that dumb shit then you might just Pray to God one day that you can be part of that group, that you can just fall asleep and you don't have to see the, this, these filthy things anymore. Men and women fucking in the street like donkeys. Kings in, throughout the world will start just stealing from everyone. They'll try to steal from each other, other kingdoms, the poor in their kingdom, rape everywhere. A woman might be married for 50 years and some man might come along and just kidnap her and then try to make her a wife. She's like, I'm married for 50 years, I have grandchildren and great-grandchildren on the way. But some man might take her and try to rape her right there in the street. She's like, I'm married, motherfucker, I'm 70 years old. So you might decide you don't wanna see this, and a lot of this might come about because of the false prophet. He tells men and women that if you rape, you murder, you kidnap, he tells you that one day you might have power, glory, honor, riches, and a kingdom. So you might think that's like the devil. So when you think of the lies of the false prophet, think of this. He's a murderer. He wants to hurt you. And he tells you lies. Those are some of his actual lies. Now, between now and the day of the Lord, if you are a preacher that hears this or a rabbi or someone that teaches the word of God, or you study it, if you don't tell anyone what I just took this whole podcast, I understand but one day, if you live long enough, you might be there to see it. And a lot of the men and women that listen to my podcast, a lot of men right now, are between the ages of 25 and 35. And that means a lot of you might actually make it all the way to the end times. You might be 77 years old, plus, no, it's, uh, let see, if you're 25, I'll say plus 73 you'd be 98 years old, but you might be there to see the end times, but also before then you might see the false prophet, the devil and the antichrist every day on television. If you live that long, you might see them every day on television for 62 years, maybe even longer. And you might see this huge increase in strange sins. So if you're hearing my podcast now If you don't talk about what you just heard today in this podcast, I understand. Because in 20 years, you might see these things starting to happen a lot. And in 50 years, you might see these things every single day. And between now and then, you might hear the devil, the false prophet, and the Antichrist speak over and over and over again. A day will suddenly come when they're revealed. Now, this is written in the book of Revelation, chapter 13. And so we know there'll be no mistaking it. God's going to give them a bunch of attention. And that's what they want. They like attention. But also so you don't have any doubt, you know who the devil is because he's an angel. You can all, he's a fallen angel, but you can always recognize an angel when you see him. And when he talks, there's no fucking doubt. He is wicked as fuck. There's other things about him. God might make it obvious, but when the antichrist comes, he's going to come up out of the sea. It's going to be this huge fucking showcase. And then God might say, this is Elijah, the Tishbite. This is Elijah. And I was, and God might tell you, God might say this, I sent him to the earth to tell you the truth about his lies. Then Elijah might immediately tell lies instead of the truth. Which will you choose? Then next is the false prophet. He'll rise up out of the earth. And God might speak to the whole world saying, This is the false prophet. Hear ye him. You might say this, this is the false prophet and I sent him to tell you the truth about the lies he's told. So you might all see him and then you might hear God speak to the whole world loudly and clearly undeniably from the sky or something big, big as a mountain or bigger God might be. And then you might hear them speak and they might immediately claim to be God. They might immediately tell you lies. So when these things happen, then you might talk about the podcast more and tell people they can check it out. It's cool to hear it first and that kind of stuff. It's part of the reason I'm doing this. It's just kind of cool to be one of the, those that hear it first. When you hear it first, it's kind of cool. And so, now I'm gonna talk to you about me. My name's Dale Travis Maynard, and I I haven't often talked about my life, so I'm just gonna take a moment to tell you the truth about me, because those three are gonna tell a lot of lies about me. They're all obsessed with me. And part of it is that I'm actually a really kind person. I think they do enjoy my company sometimes. But they're also gonna burn, and I have no sympathy for them. 6,139 years ago, God, in the beginning, created the heaven and the earth. And when he did this, On the second day, he created all the angels. And um, I did live as an angel later, but there are other men like angels that look very similar, that are big and hairy, and they're called the Troy Boyan. I hear, but I lived as a, a man that's really similar to an angel. Then after that, I wanted to do other stuff. I lived in heaven for a while, and then I came to the earth and I've lived here over and over again. So here's some of the things that I did. In ancient Asia, near China, um, or on the border, I'm not sure exactly uh, if I was in China or not, but I do know I lived in Asia. My name was Yin, and I taught Kung Fu. So that n- land pirates who came to steal food in the wintertime, so that the farmers could fight them off. So the farmers wouldn't get murdered, his wife wouldn't get murdered, his children wouldn't get murdered. So I taught Kung Fu. And when I was done with that task, I went on to other other tasks. I lived in Egypt as a man named Imhotep. And what I did is two things. I taught them that God is like the sun, but he is not the sun. And so they learned knowledge of God, and they thought this was very profound. At that time, they they worshiped false gods and shit. But also, I I invented the stethoscope, stitches, sutures, and bandages, band-aids. I did other stuff as well, and God did some amazing things when I was there. So when I was done with that task, I saw a light and God took me. Every time I've lived, at the very end, when my task was over, I saw the light of God and then God took me. And I was in heaven, typically. I lived again in South America. My name was Kutek, And I spoke to the Aztecs, the Incan Empire people. You might call it empire if you want. I didn't call it that. But the Aztec, Inca, Olmec areas where I lived. And I... Um, what I did when I was about 20 years old is I taught them about God and about food. I said God is like the sun, but he is not the sun, but also I said we can have food. And I want to talk to you guys about food and they're all three of those kingdoms had such peace just from me talking that it was like it was a giant fucking empire but I I was never a king there was no armies there was almost no murder or crime at all like almost none and God blessed them so greatly they went this is my approximation from about 30 million with an M to about 60 million people in about a decade huge growth maybe it was um, people immigrating I think a lot of it was just blessing them with children but maybe others immigrated, but it was a huge civilization. God blessed them greatly with a huge abundance of food. So where I go, God might bless the people greatly, just like then. My name was Paka Kutek. Then in another, so then I left, I finished my task at about 33 years old. And then I saw the light of God and God took me to heaven. I lived as an angel 800 years. My name was Uriel. God is my light, wisdom, retribution, also chastity. And when I did this as an angel, I did more tasks for God than any angel, even unto this day. I did 1,012 tasks, which took on average about four hours each. This is how I tell the story. But since the average task for an angel takes about one minute, they speak the word of God and they leave. I did the equivalent of about 75,000 tasks as an angel. Tasks for God. When I was an angel... I also was the first one to rebuke the devil when the devil started telling lies about God. And before then, I threw the devil off a boat in the earth when the devil tried to murder me. And, they, and the devil couldn't fly at that time. I don't want to explain all that, but um, that happened on other podcasts. Also, I lived in North America. My name was Denigdawa, and they call me Pahana, and I'm the one who buried the Taponi tablet. And one day, according to their prophecy, I'll recover it. I lived in Europe, and I went there because they were so oppressed. They were digging in the mud, trying to get food, sticks for houses, and rocks for houses. They literally dug in the mud. Some of them seemed like they dug every day. So I went there, and I wanted to persuade them that life could be better. I wanted to speak to the lords there that just ate all day, the princes that just stared at people digging in the mud, the warriors that stole their stuff and I wanted to speak to the people telling them that their life could be better but they all refused to hear and my name was Merlin and in that life I don't think I did anything remarkable just so you know the legends of Merlin I think are all legends of things that God actually did he did amazing things at the lake the things that you read about the lake happened maybe exactly how you read them what I've read on the internet it happened almost exactly how you how it reads God did those things. The lady at the lake, the sword, the light over the water. God did all of that for important reasons, I think for the future. But I didn't do anything remarkable in Europe because they wouldn't listen to me. Then, I asked God how I could grow in knowledge and wisdom. And he said, in the future motherfucker, he sent me 50,000 years in the future and I lived four lifetimes in the future. And now I've come to the earth. I lived 40 years. The devil had his chance to defeat me. And now I've begun the work of the Messiah. First in the heavens, because there's some really important things that need to happen there. Servants need to volunteer to come to the earth and serve God and warn you. The day of the Lord is coming. Every man in heaven should be in the earth today warning you. Every man Women might do this too, but every man that's ever lived in the earth and died that's gone to heaven should have volunteered by now to come to the earth and warn you, but they're afraid. They're afraid that you're going to be offended. They're afraid that you're going to insult them. You're going to try to murder them. You're going to laugh at them. You're going to spit at them. You're going to mock them. And they're right. See, in the earth, you're wrong. You're rude and insulting. And so they're afraid to come here and speak to you. Not one man among the angels or ghosts in heaven will come down to the earth. Not one. So I've begun the work of the Messiah there first. Soon I'll be in the Israel and I'll do it here. And there'll be wars and miracles like you've never heard of from the beginning of creation. And then the great tribulation persecution, like you've never seen or heard of and death and blood in the whole world. And then the day of the Lord and judgment for all flesh. I'm here because I'm serious. Motherfuckers. And so when you hear the lies of the false prophet, they're going to tell you lies about God. You can know the truth about God from his word, and they're going to tell you lies about me in the earth. You've never heard of me, but in the heavens, I'm the most famous man who's ever lived. Every ghost and every angel who's ever lived knows my name and my life, every single one. And as soon as you die, every one of you that hears this podcast, you meet God And I might be the first man you hear of. The first thing you hear in heaven might be these words. Dale Travis Maynard is the Messiah. The prince chosen by God to warn us before the end times. It's serious and it's real. And today, it looks like a normal day in the earth. But what I see it's different. In the years to come, you might hear the words of the false prophet, the devil, and the antichrist. You might see great signs, wonders, and miracles, power of God. And you might hear him speak over and over again in the whole earth. Jesus has been born again. Jesus is back. The second coming is here. And in the decades to come, he'll start preaching the gospel. He started at 30 last time. He might start this in this lifetime when he's seven years old and you might see him on Instagram and TikTok, and they might even ban him from Facebook The 12 apostles and Paul, the fathers of the 12 tribes, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, King Solomon, King Josiah, Noah, St. Thomas Aquinas, and Ruth, they've all been born again. So as Sarah Lee and Rachel, King Solomon, King Josiah, the prophet Jeremiah, and others will be born again. Some already have. And they're going to speak in the earth. And they're going to be princes in Israel. And you're going to hear them speak. And even as children, they might be more wise than any man you've ever heard in your life. And you might hear them speak on TikTok in five years when they're six years old. I might show you 40 children of God. Noah, St. Thomas Aquinas, Ruth, the 12 apostles and Paul, Jesus Christ, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, Sarah, Lee and Rachel, the fathers of the 12 tribes, kings, kings, And others, I might show them all to you. I might show you the whole house of Israel filmed with Android smartphones or or an iPhone or a tablet or a laptop webcam. I might say, here's the whole house of Israel, a wicked nation and perverse, just raised from the dead. Fuck, I might even walk down there when it happens and video it. And show you, here's the resurrection of the whole house of Israel. You might call it the resurrection. Christians might dispute it, but here they are being raised from the dead. Here's their bones coming up out of the ground. Here's flesh on their bones. I might just show you miracles on smartphones today. Some of you might tempt the Lord as soon as you see it and get struck dead with lightning every day for the next 70 years. Then one day I might say, I've been given power from God. You guys might say, Nothing because I might be doing like a live feed on TikTok and I might say, I'm about to walk on water and God might give me so much fucking power, I might just jet ski. No boat. Then I might say, Today God's going to cast down mountains and I might film it and put it on the social medias. And some of you might be there in Israel to see it when God gathers his people. So it's going to get real. And so When a man of God comes, it's like this, you hear the warnings over and over and you're not sure if it's real. A prophet comes. We're not sure if it's real. We can hear. We choose whether we hear, we can believe, but then you might see these fucking amazing things and know one day, every mountain's going to be moved out of its place. And one day you might wake up and look around and say, where the fuck are the mountains? They're all in different places. They've all been moved out of their place in the whole world. There might be darkness, light, signs, miracles. And then it's going to be the weird shit too. False Christ, false prophets, and they're weird as fuck. So I'm going to write on my website how to troll them. And you might think, when well, the Messiah's come, Is he going to tell us how to repent of our sin? I'm going to tell you how to troll the false Christs and the false prophets and the antichrist, Elijah and the devil and the false prophet. I'm going to tell you how to troll them, how to defeat them, what their lies are, and now in this hour podcast, I got a little bit of it off my chest. I just wanted to talk about it briefly because honestly, I talked to them day and night and I thought, I'll start throwing up some warnings. These are the lies of the false prophet. So when you see these things, the false prophet's gonna tell you lies about God, about me, my name's Dale Travis Mayner, and he's also gonna tell you lies about other men and women that have known me in my life. And those men and women are gonna have a real problem. They need to get their life together if there's a woman or a man that's known me in their life, they need to repent of their sin and get their life together because they're gonna be famous for a moment, some of them. There might be a public spectacle. And if, they, if they're doing things that are embarrassing, the whole world might see. Today, a woman might live in a house. Tomorrow, the, the Antichrist and the false prophet and the devil might speak to the whole world. And the next day, that woman might have 50,000 paparazzi come knock on her door to ask her about Dale Travis Maynard because the false prophet is not gonna shut up about me. He might talk about me every day for seven decades.